Next on Rugby Wrap-Up's Major League Rugby Show, drama highlights opinion Ryan Mattias of San Diego and another stellar mystery guest, Vex's Dan Power and Brian Ray. Rugby Wrap-Up brought to you in part by Sheehy Auto Stores. It's easy at Sheehy. The Pig and Whistle, the world's best rugby pub, and Lean and Limber, stretching your way to a healthier lifestyle. Hey everybody, welcome back to Rugby Wrap-Up. Matt McCarthy in New York City, Brian Ray in Utah, but really in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Dan Powered in the, the studio of Bodine Walker's New England Free Jacks. I'm not 100% sure, but guys, we have, to, we have a very important mystery guest on, so it's time to play Rugby Wrap-Up's Major League Mystery Guest. So let's get right to it. And you guys know the rules. I give you some, some, some hints. And then you ask a question, the mystery guest answers, and then you can try to guess his identity or her identity. So the, the hints are this, uh, this mystery guest is not bald, does not play in the back row, and is married. Let's start with Brian. Brian, first question. Mystery guests are, did you play in a major league rugby game this past weekend? Um, yes, I did. I did play this past weekend. <laughs> ah, très bien, mystery guest. Daniel? Avez-vous une question pour our, notre, votre mystery guest? Our, notre mystery guest? Bonsoir. Uh, je m'appelle uh, Dan Power. Je suis Australian. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, West Coast, East Coast. Which conference are you playing? Oh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll go with the West Coast on that one then. <laughs> sort of, kind of like Perth, perhaps. Were you playing uh, at home this past weekend? No, I was not playing at home. I was playing away. You played for the Seattle Seawolves. Oh, no, no, Dan, I don't. Apologies, mate. <laughs> ah. uh, were you a replacement in the game? Oh, actually, I, yeah, I was, bro. I was a replacement, eh? Played for San Diego, right? Yeah, that's correct. Is your significant other also a rugby player? Ooh. I can confirm that that is very true, Mr. Ray. <laughs> Dan, come on, Dan. Alex Corbisario. Just kidding, it's Ryan Mattias. Oh, is it Ryan Mattias? Circle gets the square, Dan. Dandy Dan, gorgeous Dan Power guesses his first. How about the range? That's the best accent range we've had on the show, Mads. That's brilliant. How great. It's it's a it's a well-kept secret, but you know what? I'm I'm entering the uh the latter years of my career here, and I thought I might I might share it just with a special guest of the crew like yourself. So well, ladies and gentlemen, for the folks at home that might be in a coma or living in a cave, this is Ryan Mattias, of course, the star of the San Diego Legion. And uh, his, we, of course, are referring to his, his wife, uh, Jordan, who is an exceptional uh, USA Rugby 7s and 15s player. And they're both legends. Because they both played 7s and 15s. Let's get right to the questions, guys. But we, we can't get right to the questions. I'm sorry. We have to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Ryan Mattias. Selling or trading in your vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. With Easy Trade, start online or visit us in store. We want your vehicle, and we'll give you up to 125% of KBB value. It's easy at Sheehy. Sheehy.com. 
They're all hurt. Except this guy. No, I got my crutches going my my rack. There you go, boys. And we are back with Mr. Ryan Mattias, our, our mystery guest turned star, and apparently he's evident in Brian Ray and Dan Power. Uh, Ryan, first off, great voices, as Dan pointed out. That was, it was You get a home run for that. You guys are coming off a tough loss, so we'll get that out of the way because we like to look forward on this show. Uh, tough loss in Los Angeles, and the Giltinis show that they're not exactly going off quietly into the night. No, not at all. I mean... Like I uh, saw on the weekend, I mean, Ren AIE is just getting better and better with every performance he's playing. Um, and they showed the why they're a championship team. You know, they, they called deep into their bench. Obviously, it's no uh, no secret that they have quite a few injuries. But, um, you know, they, they dug deep and they showed why they're the, you know, the reigning champions. Ryan, uh, you, you scored against the All Blacks. And uh, one of only three players that actually kind of played well in that match. I'm going to get grief for saying that. But you'd score a try. And it was your teammate that also scored a try, Mr. Nate Augsburger. Uh, I mean, I, I clearly have to name my, uh, my firstborn son, Nate, um, after that one. I mean, he was everywhere. He was fantastic. And obviously, that was a, an amazing opportunity to be a part of. Um, you know, playing the All Blacks is something... Uh, extremely special that anyone gets to that opportunity in their career. And I was lucky enough that Nate was tired of scoring and making a ton of tackles that he decided he wanted to pass the ball five meters out. So I, uh, yeah, I still own a couple of coffees for that. Ryan, you're kind of a, a unique uh, case in major league rugby. I mean, you're not only a member of the original San Diego Legion team in 2018, you played in the San Diego breakers back in, in pro rugby. I mean, uh, I, I'm interested uh, coming, you know, haven't been around that long looking at major league rugby, where it is. Did, did you expect it to, to come kind of as far as it's got right now, or conversely, do you think it's taken kind of too long to get where we are at the moment? Obviously this is where I wanted to see it go, right? We want to see it grow. We need, we, we know that we need a lot more teams across the league for us to really start getting some solid financial backing. That way we can have enough product for, TV and advertisement to go, yes, this is enough that I can package and put out there, right? So we, we understand the numbers game from the MLS model or, you know, baseball and all the other teams that, hey, you need this amount of teams to make some serious money. Um, so I'm happy that we're getting to 13 teams. And from what it sounds like, there's going to be more um, to see the growth of from <laughs> on the ground level from venues to travel days to hotels to food. I mean, it's, it's just been awesome. I mean, my heart's been in this thing since the beginning. I'm, you know, born and raised Tucson, Arizona. Playing professional rugby is the only thing I ever wanted to do with my life. And up until the age of, well, I guess 25 is when technically, I, you know, when the league, when pro rugby started. But if you're going to play professional rugby, you had to do it overseas. So when the opportunity came to, to do this thing here in America, you know, seeing it get to this point has been just an absolute blessing to be a part of. Um, so I, I really do appreciate all those, especially guys like yourself, you know, pushing to making this thing more professional, more professional. It's and, all, um, it's all about us. It's all about us. It is. The three of us. It is. You, it you is. understand that. That's why you're allowed on the show. Mate, you've been around for a while. You look great. First and foremost, I'm not going to throw the veteran tag because you look amazing. Uh, Jordan definitely married up. Let's just put that out there. Not a question, just a fact. 
How have you approached, you know, your professional career now coming into this season as more of a veteran in the side? Like, have you taken more ownership over some leadership? Uh, what has Danny Lee kind of instilled in you and, and Nate and some of the guys who've been there since day one uh, to, to take to the San Diego Legion this year? That's great. That is a great question. I'll, I'll first start off by saying uh, Pete Steinberg's favorite line is Ryan Mattias is the second best rugby player in his house. And I'll, I'll hold true to that. That is a true statement. You know, she's an Olympian. There's no, there's no argument there. Um, but no, uh, coming into this, coming into year five, um, just obviously last year, you know, was what it was. The year was that before it was COVID. So this year was pretty refreshing to be able to start, you know, ground floor here back at home in San Diego, knowing we're going to be here the full season. Um, so that was really refreshing and exciting to kind of get back into, you know, my, my routine as far as being a professional in, in living in San Diego. Um, so that's been nice personally. Um, now in the team setting, Danny's been fantastic, you know, as the, uh, as the Kiwis usually are, it's, it's culture-based um, and he's given obviously guys like Nate, you know, uh, the reins uh, as far as for vice captain and captaincy um, as he should. I mean, I think Nate has proven it time and time and again that, you know, he can handle that role and he does it extremely well. Um, and yeah, uh, for someone like myself, being as part of the leadership group has been nice. Um, I don't, I don't personally, I don't speak a lot um, in team settings and stuff, but um, I'm pretty mindful of uh, the temperature on the group. And, um, you know, it's nice to be able to be a, a voice for some of the players in you know, certain situations. Uh, you talked about leadership. You got some superstars on that roster. You got Chris Robshaw. You got Joe Peterson. You got Matananu. What are those guys like in the huddle? Are they uh, firing brimstone? Are they uh, understated? Are they kicking over tables? You know, I, I think um, no one's necessarily kicking over tables. You know, we don't have uh, the butcher Dylan Fawcett uh, in, the, in our in our mix. But um, you know, each team has a different personality and identity, um, and. You know, we have all those guys, you know, tons and tons of knowledge. And the good thing is they don't try to uh, over egg the omelet. They really, you know, get straight to the point. They these aren't the kind of guys that talk just to hear their own voice. Um, they really try and deliver some very good messages at the times that we need them. Ryan, you might be as American as alligator pie, but uh, your your significant other, Jordan, is actually born in Canada, um, which clearly has uh, contributed oh, to hey, the greatness. Hey, hey, guy, guy, let's just <laughs> let's just take hey, it down I, a notch. I'll, I'll I will I will clear clear the air on that. So she was actually born. Her her father play her father's playing basketball at UNLV, the Running Rebels. That the year they went then undefeated. Her mother was playing um, junior college Tark. basketball in Las Vegas as well. Yep, Tar Canyon. Where's the where's the? I don't have the towel. I don't have the Tark towel. Um, uh, so she was actually born in Las Vegas, but she was raised in Canada. And her and her sister were both raised in Canada. Her sister plays professional volleyball for Canada, Canada, and plays professional volleyball in Italy. Her dad played in the NBA and. Yeah, it's a, it's a sporting family, to say the least. You've completely ruined my, my, my dreams here then because I was going to get you to commit your offspring to playing uh, for the Maple Leaf instead of the Eagles. But Well, she is a, she is a, dual, she is a dual citizen. So, you know, at this uh, time, alas. you know, we're, we're, a few, we're, a few, we're a few years out, but, you know, we're, we're looking, uh, we're going over some agency offers at the moment for our, our children. So we'll, we'll let you know what, um, what agency we go with and how that works out from there. Uh, are you going to win the Shield this year? We're damn sure going to try, Matt. I'll, I'll tell you that much. I mean, like I said, we're, we're, we are so close. Um, you know, our, our, we had a narrow loss against New York on the road, tough conditions, um, very narrow loss against Seattle at home. Same thing, kind of injury ridden. I mean, 
we can, you know, I can, I'm not trying to make excuses, but I just think we haven't been able to put together a complete performance just yet. And like I said, you know, new coach, a lot of new teammates. Um, obviously we're close to clicking, but we need to click soon because everyone else is doing the same thing. Mr. Ryan Mattias, thank you <laughs> very much, sir, for taking the time out. Excellent work as the mystery guest. We'll be right back. Been blind since I was four. And I've never seen a beer commercial or a beer label. None of that stuff influences me. I drink beer because of the taste. And my beer is Pabst Blue Ribbon. It has the taste and the flavor. What do you think's on the label? I think there's a, a naked woman riding on a unicorn, jumping over fire. Oh, that's good beer. If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle, on West 36th Street. And we're back with Brian Ray, Dan Power. Guys, we got a big week ahead of us. Let's get right into it. First one up, ATL, Atlanta, hosting New England. Brian. Yeah, this is a great game. Really looking for. I mean, this is going to be a pivotal one in, in terms of the Eastern Conference. Uh, both teams uh, played great last week. Jeez, uh, I don't know who. I tell you what, I, I think both got more Canadian suit up this time. So uh, I, I think the Free Jacks have more Canadians on the go. Hey, Heaton's on ATL. Connor Keys is my hot. Uh, I'm going to go with Free Jacks. I thought Atlanta looks really good in, in against a really tough. Uh, old glory side uh, really threw a lot at them uh, they were in control the whole 80 minutes I mean they didn't look worried but they, they it was a tough game but I'm going with Brian I mean the Jacks Rangers crew it's just get on the wave feel the emotion get with it I think the free Jacks get it done on the road again I am picking free Jacks in this one then the next one you just mentioned DC tough loss again hard no you know hard nosed team but they're not they just keep coming up short they're hosting New Orleans who did not play well against New York. Yeah, I agree with that. They did not play well. And uh, Old Glory's got more Canadians on their team than NOLA. Uh, but, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of Nick Feeks. He was on the bench last week. I'd like to see him starting. Harley Wheeler, I thought he should have started too. If those guys start, uh, I kind of lean towards the goal. But then I'd like to see Mike Dabula starting for Old Glory as well. So I'm a little bit torn here. To, you know, neither team playing super great. Uh, I'm going to go coin toss decision, uh, Nola Gold. Who's on this show? Is it Brian Ray or Natalie Imbruglia? He's oh, just... snap. Oh, been saving that one up. Oh. There you go. No, I, I can see Old Glory winning this. I mean, Nola looked busted. And I just wonder, I've always wondered how Nick Beats would do at nine. And I don't know if he's too far along in his career now to make that change. It's a full-time change or he's always going to be a utility, but heck of a player. Um, played a lot of 10 early on in his career and centers, wing, fullback. He's done it all, but always just wondered, Vic, see if he could have a run at nine. He's years. Australian, like, isn't he? He is an Aussie. Okay. I mean, you two, I mean, if you just dig and scratch the surface them. just a tad here with you two, it's everybody yeah. that's Canadian and everybody that's Australian. And that's okay. That's or, okay. Or our friend over, over to my, uh, which way is that, left or right, who's anything New York is, is good. They, you know, They just keep the, winning. The that's the problem, though. Impressed created new york they know, win so. they win all the time because they've got australians and canadians in the side that's why okay all right fair enough 
How many yeah. Australians are on uh, New York right now? Well, mate, they're coached by someone from East Australia, otherwise known as the small line New Zealand. New Zealand. Right. Technically, it's part of us. Fair but- play. Although I'm taking, uh, I'm taking, I'm taking DC to get off the Schneid, as they say. Nobody else says it apparently other than me. Uh, I'm taking DC. They're getting off the Schneid. Seattle hosting Los Angeles. Seattle coming off a good win against Dallas, but Los Angeles coming off a huge win at home versus San Diego. We just had Ryan Mattias on the show. Are, are the are the Giltinis back? inform and should the league be worried as they start to get healthier brian well it's funny you mentioned healthier because angus cottrell went down clutching his knee right at the end of the game and he did not look healthy at all i think he's definitely out of this game he could be out for a while and that would be a massive loss for la uh they still got a lot of injury problems yes they looked better last week uh so did seattle looked better last week seattle at home you know narrower pitch Man, I, this is another tough, tough game to pick. I, 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 LA is just not quite where they where they were last year, even though they are improved. Uh, again, I, you know what? I'm going to go. Uh, I think this is an upset. I'm going to go with Seattle in an upset win at home because I think Whoa. LA should be favorites for this. Whoa. Dan, what's the word on the Vegemite hotline about Angus Cottrell? Yeah, don't know, but I agree with Brian. It didn't it didn't look good. Thankfully, they're a little deeper in the back row than what they are at 10 at the moment. Um, but you don't want to lose a player like Angus Cottrell ever. Uh, e- even if you do have a replacement there, I just don't think the caliber of player is is findable in Major League Rugby that, that Angus brings to the table. So big loss there. I'll go the opposite of Brian. I think LA uh, will take that momentum from the San Diego win, go on the road and get a win against Seattle. I just... Again, Seattle improved, but against Dallas down there, it just felt like they weren't ruthless enough to really put Dallas away when they should have. Uh, I think LA won't give them the same opportunities as what Dallas did, especially at the set piece. Uh, kudos to Dallas. That scrum looked a lot better than, than what it has in the opening five weeks. So improvement is coming through that jackal side, but I think LA will continue uh, to bounce back here. It'll, it'll be a Real physical game on that narrow field, though. So big hits, big collisions. Speaking of big hits and big collisions, there was a number four playing for Seattle who looked to be in form of 10 years ago, and that is Samu Manoa, who was all over the pitch and a little ornery. He, he did some time in the sin bin. But that guy, along with Brad Tucker and Landry, those are what they lack in the front row, perhaps, because that's their – their Achilles heels, so to speak, uh, they might make up for that in the back line and the back row. So this is a tough one. Starfire is not an easy p- place to play. Uh, pending Cottrell's injury, I'm going to go with Seattle. I'm picking Seattle, but if Cottrell is healthy, I think it's a tight one that L.A. wins. Next one up, Utah hosting the Sabercats. And this is a, this is a, a match of two teams that we can't figure out who they are, Brian. Yeah, and another game where it's just like, uh, and that's a great problem. Every game this week is one of these, I don't know who to pick. Uh, Utah, they didn't look super flash against the Arrows, if we're being honest. Uh, Arrows made a couple of mistakes, and, you know, uh, Mika Cruze to Mick, Mikey Teo is a try just from one bad pass kind of thing, so... But they did come back, as they've shown constantly this season, the last 20 minutes of the game. They're always up for it. You can never count them out. Uh, Houston, 
you know, they didn't play last week. They got the bye week, so they're going to be a little bit rested. So, man, this is a tough call. I'm going to go with Utah at home in a very, very close game. Utah versus Toronto. Do you go for the win or do you go for the tie? Right. No, I, th- I think they made the right call going for the win. You're at home. Uh, season's not going, you know, the way you, you wanted to. So you got an opportunity to, to, to get that win at home. I, I fully back that decision. You live and die by the sword in that situation. So no, no issues there. Dan, I was in production HQ yelling at the screens, go for the kick, take the tie. It's about points. I, I'm actually going to go with Brian here as well. I think if you, you play for the tie, it's a ne- negative kind of way to look at it if it's late in the season and you actually need the points uh it, you know difference between making the playoffs and not in the last round sure but uh utah have some ground to make up and you gotta think the last 45 seconds they scored 84 tries like utah typically do they were the hot hand and there has been some talk about some of the decisions in that last sequence of play there that could have gone the other way but I, I agree. Uh, if I'm Utah, I do the exact same thing they did. Just didn't work out for them this time. Jesus worked out from a lot in the past, though. And what about Houston playing the Sabercats this weekend? Yeah, I'll, I'll go Utah at home. It's been a happy hunting ground against the Sabercats there in years past. And it's a different Houston side than it has been, but I think Utah bounced back at home. They're, they're, they're such a different side in Salt Lake City when they get up there. And the buy has never really been a friendly uh, week off for MLR team. So I'd love to actually see the stats on that. How many teams win coming off the buy? I bet you it's a pretty low percentage. So I'll go Utah just based on my own dumb mathematics I just did in my head. All right. I'm going to I'm gonna throw a curveball at you guys. I'm going to pick the Sabercats on the road, in the altitude. I think the Cats claw themselves to a victory. The next one up and the last one up. Brian, this is our match. This is what it's all about. This is where Toronto gets eliminated from the playoffs. New York, given six at home in Hoboken. Hey, hey, Toronto's got a a new sensation. Finally, Denon Robinson Bartlett takes the field. Wasn't even supposed to start in the game. Tore it up against Utah at number 13. He's the new outside center going forward. Love him in there. Matthew Hood, I'm assuming he's going to be in. I'm crossing my fingers and toes that Kyle Bailey is ready to go for this one. If Bailey's in... And I'm just going to have to pray that he is. I'm going to go with the arrows to squeak one on the road. If Bailey's not there, I'm very, very worried. Uh, but I'm, I'm begging you, rugby gods, give us Bailey back. And I'm going to go with the arrows in the squeaker. The only times Brian Ray enters a house of worship is when he wants Kyle Bailey's health to be <laughs> taken care of. Uh, Dan, Brock Webster, great head of hair on the wing for Toronto. Who's, who are you picking in this one? Oh, I'm more interested in what the side bet between you two is going to be for this one. And you always make these silly ones about toonies and loonies and coffees and stuff. Make a real bet and let's follow through with it. Let's do it right All now. Right. Okay. All right. Who's your pick, Dan? What's it going to be? I'll go New York. New York at home. All right. So, Brian, you got you got some kind of thing you want to throw my way. Winokur's coming down here. What do you so got? Maybe, what do you got? You got any New, you got any New York no, gear you're up the creative there? one around here. You got any New York gear? Anything New York gear? I, I mean, I could always make a New York logo out of tape or something. I did it for the AGs before. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll put an an A, an, an arrow. Oh, I will draw boy. it on my forehead. What are you gonna do? You draw All an right. NY on your forehead. I'll, I'll make a New York hat of some kind. How about no? We both we both have room for it. How about we put the other t- oh, I, big arrow geez, A. Twenty four hours. It has to stay on as well. Levels of <laughs> okay, yeah. the depths. Just look at look, here, right, listen. Look at listen. The, the Wizard of Oz over here. The puppeteer. And another thing. 
Brian, do we, all right. So, Brian, I'll put an A on my forehead. What are you going to do? Uh, I'll make a New York hat. I'll wear it. I'll, maybe a New York shirt as well. I'm not putting some New York brand in my skin. Are you crazy? All right. Okay. I am not afraid of embracing the Canadian uh, <laughs> blood. Or I, I, I'm okay with the arrows. That's why I'm, I'm willing to get that close. But I think they're going to lose this rugby match. It's got nothing to do with who's who's better on the power play and who's in the penalty box. It's all about who gets the win. And on that note, guys, last last thoughts, Dan. Congrats, Sam Windsor, Dylan Fawcett, the Butcher, Rook, 50 games in MLR. It's a, a great achievement for both guys. Um, Butch got there, you know, playing a bit of time at Glendale and you won. Then New York the whole time, Sam Houston, New York as well. Great. They got to celebrate it together. Two amazing human beings and couldn't be happier for both of them to get 50. Brian. I'm calling uh, myself and maybe all of us out here. Uh, I really thought the Western Conference would be kicking behind this season uh and man a lot of my predictions have been dead wrong and i love it this is a season it's really heating up and it's so hard to pick games now so hey there it goes can't wait for this weekend uh look for the la guiltinis to get better and better and start to make everybody notice them again they are a very good team and they're going to get players back you know they're going to lose players we don't know about cottrell but the guys that have been playing in the interim are getting important playing time. They've survived, I think, and they're going to start to thrive. On that note, I want to thank Mr. Brian Ray, Mr. Dan Power, and you for tuning in. Please check out our other segments, including the Rugby Odds and our College Rugby Wrap-Up. And please sign up for our newsletter, subscribe on YouTube, and... Sign up for our American Red Cross blood donor team.